Welcome back. We're in Genesis chapter 13, verse 2. Let's go. All right. Uh, we'll start from 13.1, which says, Then Abram went up from Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and lot with him to the south. Abram was very rich in livestock and silver and in gold. And he went on his journey from the south, as far as Bethel, to the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Hai, to the place of the altar which he had made there at first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord. All right, so he's coming out of Egypt. He's had enough. He's seen the world. He realizes that he needs to get right with God. So he exits Egypt, right? Remember, going down to Egypt symbolizes going down into the world. Coming up out of Egypt symbolizes return to God. And it says, Abram was very rich. Now, Abram got two things from the world in Egypt, which will cause great troubles for him. One was the maidservant, Hagar, who brought division and sorrow. We'll talk about her. And the other, and it's not her, it's what what was broken from that, which we'll talk about, uh, because he thought he was unable to have children, even though God promised him children. He took matters into his own hands, had relations with his maidservant, had a baby, Ishmael, and that divided he and Sarah. It was uh, the wrong thing to do, even though it was customary back then. And so that was one of the things that caused division. And the other thing that caused uh, problems that he got out of Egypt was great riches, which we shall see both lead to problems for Abram. Remember that regarding wealth, money is one of the greatest tools of the devil, and the devil uses money to lure people into a life that is unbecoming of a Christ follower. So if you have money, beware and be aware and make sure that you steward it well. Now, Lot also brought bad things out of Egypt. He got accustomed to the world and began to compare other things to the world instead of comparing them to God. His barometer was hedonism. His benchmark was the world. Right. So think about us today. We may go and we may compare ourselves to something. Maybe it's a friend we grew up with. Maybe it's someone we went to school with. Maybe it's a sibling. Maybe it's a parent. Maybe it's someone we hadn't even talked to in decades. Or maybe it's someone down the street. We don't even know them. And we're just comparing ourselves to them. But that's a dangerous thing. Don't compare yourself to the world. Now, I say it as though it's simple. We know the answer. The complexity comes into applying it to our lives. Understanding that the truth is we should be living for heavenly things, not earthly things. We should be living for heavenly treasures, not earthly treasures. For heavenly rewards, not earthly rewards. Because everything on this earth, absent relationships, absent bringing people to Christ, growing in Christ, absent those things, nothing's going to last, right? You'll be rewarded for your faithful things that are motivated by Jesus during this lifetime, but you will not be rewarded at all for the name you put on a building, for how much you give in public and people see, for how much money you had, for how much, how big you built your business or anything like that. None of that will be remembered uh, by Jesus. You won't think about it in heaven if you if you get to heaven. It certainly won't help you in hell if you're an unbeliever. And so we want to think about these things. Let's benchmark ourselves and uh, use Jesus as our barometer, not the world. We'll be a lot happier and more peaceful and more joyful. I know that one of the times when I find myself out of uh, sync and I have less peace and less joy, it's usually because I'm doing something 
worldly or I'm letting something worldly bring me down um, with the stress or busyness of life that we tend to have here in America or whatever the situation is. And it says here he's, um, where was it? Where Where he had his tent is at the beginning between Bethel and Hai. So he's starting over. It's a new season. But of primary focus is that Abram is renewing his relationship with God. Have you done that recently? It's a huge question, right? At 33, I think I came to Christ, but it's the chance that I just renewed my relationship with Christ if I was saved at a previous point. I don't know, but I know 33 is when I said I'm all in. But I also know that since then, there's times when I can just feel myself having less peace and less joy and I just renew that relationship with God and ask Him to help me to draw me away from whatever may be distracting my thoughts, my time, or my attention to renew that relationship. And that could be, you know, every couple of months, could be every couple of years, could be every couple of weeks, every couple of days. But make sure that you're in the Word daily, praying daily, in community daily with other uh, Christ followers because it'll, it'll give you strength as you go on your journey. And then Lot, uh, verse 5, Lot also, who went with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents. So Lot, who is Abram's nephew, they both went down to Egypt. So Lot probably knew all about this half-truth, which is the whole lie that Abram did to Pharaoh because Abram was afraid that Pharaoh was going to kill him and take his wife, even though when Pharaoh found out that Abram was his wife and he had placed his wife in his his harem, placed Abram's wife in his harem, he was mad. <laughs> he was like, why would you do this to me? And God sent uh, plagues upon him. So I don't know if he was mad that he got the plagues because he knew they were sent by God for some, you know, for Abram or what, but the Pharaoh was the bigger man in that situation than, than Abram, unfortunately. But Abram returned to God. And know that no matter what you've done, you can return to God. He's waiting for you, right? I don't care what you've done. There are so many stories out there and so many different things that, you know, there's people getting addicted to drugs, people abuse, getting addicted and abusing alcohol, people who are abusing their spouses. Uh, I've heard recently stories of people like uncles abusing uh, nieces and just all sorts of horrible stuff, worldly, nasty stuff that's the reflection of a lost and dying world that we live in that's riddled with disease and illness and everything all because of one thing because of sin and we can return to God it doesn't matter what you've been through it doesn't matter what you've done or what someone's done to you you can leave that in the past and I want to stress that because the past is the past and Jesus does not want us to dwell on the past you know who does the devil the devil wants you to say don't forgive that person the devil wants you to say have anger and bitterness towards something that happened to you a year ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. But you know who that hurts? It hurts you, right? Anger and unforgiveness doesn't hurt the other person. It hurts you, and it breaks you down from the inside out. And it actually has physical effects too, because stress, because that anger and hatred is a form of stress, and it triggers physical problems as well. So if you have that, let it go. Just let it go and turn to God. It's never too late. Now, notice what's missing here. It says, Lot also, who went with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents. 
right above, we read that Abram was rich in silver and gold. He went on his journey and uh, to the place of the altar he had made there. What did Lot not have? An altar. What did Lot not do? Build an altar. He didn't call on the name of the Lord. It says Abram called on the name of the Lord. Here with Lot doesn't say anything about that. So two very different journeys. They, they did the journey together down to Egypt. They both took things from the world, riches. But Abram returns to God. That's his calling. He calls upon the name of the Lord. Lot does not. Very different, right? Notice, notice that. And verse 6, Now the land was not able to support them that they might dwell together, for their possessions were so great that they could not dwell together. Let me say that again. Their possessions were so great that they could not dwell together. Here we see one of the things that happened in Egypt that would later cause problems, and here it is. The Pharaoh gave lots of valuable things to Moses and to Lot, and this became problematic. Be careful doing something in order to get money. Many people, but not all, get money in ungodly ways. And many, but not all people, who have money lack peace and joy in Jesus. As Christians, we need to have a different view of money. We should understand that there can be lots of dangers that lurk with money, so be very careful. And if you're someone who has lots of money, know that God will hold you responsible with how you use that money for God's glory. And... Where did I go? Oh, um... Wait, I totally lost my place. The land was not able to support them that they might dwell together, for their possessions were so great that they could not dwell together. Verse 7. And there was strife between the herdsmen of Abram's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. The Canaanites and the Perizzites then dwelt in the land. So they're fighting, right? They've both got the money and, and it's, it's over uh, water, most likely, right? They need to water their animals There's not and feed them. And there's not enough uh, in the area, so they had to split. And I, I can tell you one thing because I have a law firm where we do... Uh, several things. One of the things we do is estate planning and probate, and you would not believe the amount of fights that happen after death. People fighting over sometimes big amounts of money, sometimes little amounts of money, and sometimes little things. People will go in and just take things out of the house without asking their siblings or the executor or the trustee. They will fight over toasters. They will fight over a collection of cards or collect you know collectible a baseball or whatever it's just really sad so money even though you can use it for your good for your food and shelter and stuff you can also use it for god's glory to help people in the name of jesus not just to give them a sandwich or a cup of cold water but to give them the sandwich and the cup of cold water in the name of jesus so that you can tell them about jesus you show them who jesus is so that you can tell them who jesus is but money um, creates lots and lots of problems, especially after people die. I see. I can't tell you. I can't even count. The number is so high. The, the number of clients and number of stories that we've encountered and heard about over the years of uh, families just being torn apart and destroyed, which would be the last thing that, say, mom and dad would have wanted is their kids fighting over money. And yet we see it all the time where brother never again talks to sister and vice versa. And oftentimes it's over something stupid and petty, but people choose to hold those grudges. Very sad. And tomorrow we will pick up, let's see, we will pick up in verse 8. 
Lord, thank you so much for this day. A special shout out to my daughter, Ava, who is five today. Lord, thank you for that precious gift. Help us to hold gifts like children and friends and family just in great honor. And thank you for them. I'm so thankful for the gift of my children, the greatest gifts you've ever given me besides yourself and my wife are my children. I'm grateful for them. And I pray that you would comfort the hearts of those listening today. Some of them have lost uh, family members, spouses, children, other family, friends. I just pray that you would comfort uh, each of them and know that there's still time left for them to make an impact on this earth for you, Lord, for your glory. And if our friend, family member, whomever is a believer, then we will get to see them again in heaven. And if they're not, then we still have time to go and tell them about Jesus and help us to have that courage and that strength and give us the words to say, Lord, to profess your name, that you are our Lord and Savior. In your amazing name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to Daily Verse by Verse. We want you to be prepared in season and out of season to study the whole counsel of God so that you can share with people who Jesus is through your actions so that you have the right to tell them who Jesus is so that they can come to know Jesus or come to know Jesus better. We strongly encourage you to share this message, this podcast on your social media, Facebook, Instagram, message, email someone who you think could benefit from it. It's an easy way for you to go out and witness to the world just by sharing this podcast. We hope you'll join us tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.